0: Hey, everybody, my name is Johan Philip, And I'm Matt Carvel. And we are live! Every Tuesday afternoon for live lunch. That is the place that we take the Sunday teaching
1: and we have a discussion about it. We unpack the different themes, ask some different questions, and we're inviting
0: you to get involved in it. Have a listen or submit some questions, that sort of thing. And we have food. We do. So if you want to find out about some good eating options around Brighton and Hove, tune into live lunch. So you get fed, well, we get fed physically, <laughs> but you get fed spiritually. Uh, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. live on Instagram, then the video does sit on YouTube and podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can join in with the conversation at Live Lunch, we are emmanuel.com forward slash Live Lunch. We look forward to seeing you there. See you then.
1: Hello, we're live and welcome to Live Lunch. My name is Rachel. I'm an intern here doing media, comms, kids work. And I'm joined today by the lovely Christine Lydiard. Thank you. <laughs> and Tim Jones. Thank
0: you. I don't get a lovely Lovely. I, I don't mind. You <laughs> are lovely. You know you are. You you're, know both, you're both are. more lovely. Fine. <laughs>
1: and the even lovelier Separate. pizza from Pizza Express. So thank you.
0: <laughs> Who did a rather killer deal, I hear <laughs> Yeah,
1: I got 40% off. I was really happy about it. So we're well fed and we're ready to get into today's topic, which is going over what was discussed on Sunday so we had the lovely another lovely Neville Jones <laughs> I'm <gonna> coming <laughs> everyone's, everyone's I'm gonna getting tally. the lovely I'm right? <laughs> No, now I'm starting to feel <laughs>
0: it
1: well um he came and preached to us about it was Genesis um was it 40 chapter 40 chapter 40 about Joseph and it was there was loads of questions that came up but maybe Christine you could just give us a little recap of what was said, really, and maybe read from the verse. Oh,
2: sure, I'll, I'll read perhaps. But if you remember that um, Joseph is in prison at the beginning of this passage and he's been there for some time. So, uh, chapter 14, verse 1 says, Some time after this, the cupbearer of the king of Egypt and his baker committed an offence against their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. And he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard appointed Joseph to be with them and he attended them. They continued for some time in custody. And one night they both dreamed, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, each his own dream and each dream with its own interpretation. When Joseph came to them in the morning, he saw that they were very troubled So he asked Pharaoh's officers, who were with him in custody in his master's house, why are your faces downcast today? They said to him, we've had dreams and there's no one to interpret them. And Joseph said to them, do not
1: interpretations belong to God. Please tell them to me.
0: Brilliant.
1: Yeah, I mean, off the bat the interpretation of the dream is something that really interested me. Yeah, well,
0: it's, it's mentioned twice even in that passage. It says, you know, uh, that they, they were confined with him in the prison, these two prisoners who are along with Joseph, and then it says each his own dream and each dream with its own interpretation. Mm-hmm. So it's actually encapsulated in there, that, you know, seeded the idea even before you get to it, that these dreams, they're, they're not just, you know, too much cheese or something. It's, it's, there's There's an interpretation. There's something that's supposed to be got out of them. And Joseph, that that fascinating verse uh, that Christine just ended on—don't interpretations belong to God? And then he says, "Please tell them to me." Which again, you're like, okay, interpretations belong to God. Please tell them to me. Is mm-hmm. he saying he's God? What? 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 Has he got special access? It throws up a. F- a few questions for well, us. Well, it about does speak of confidence, yeah, doesn't it? For sure. It's yeah. of real yeah, yeah.
2: confidence that God will speak to him and give him an yeah, interpretation. But for me,
0: that's intriguing because immediately you're, you're asking, "Well, can I have that kind of confidence? Yeah. What does it mean? Can can anyone do this? What, what yeah. what's the criteria?" So there's yeah. a whole bunch of things to chat yeah. about. And
2: obviously, he's got history because if we remember the beginning of the series, he uh, had had dreams. He's about got his form, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> he's got form. Yeah. He has. He is somebody who has had dreams
1: from oh. God himself. Yeah. So he's got like a gift in that department of dreams, having dreams himself. Yeah, not, and then not a gift of tact
0: in terms of sharing them as we've previously discussed as well, that you can, you know, you can, you can blurt out insights that you've been given at the wrong time and right. end up in a pit. You know, yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> which the whole series buried, which, you know, yeah. pits a palace and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Well, um, I,
2: I, I think uh, never went on. And I guess this begs the question about, um, can we
1: interpret dreams and And do we still do this today? Yeah, I think that whole topic is so interesting. The fact of hearing from God within a dream. And I know he touched on the fact that we do dream a lot of things that aren't going to be from God. And, um, you know, there's only a few, I don't know how many instances he said in the Bible, 20 something that people have had dreams from God. But yeah, like it begs the question, do people hear from God in dreams today? Have Mm -hmm. you guys had any experiences of people that have had that or had it yourself?
0: Sure, sure. Uh, I, I mean, it, he's, he's talking about it being unusual, isn't he? Mm. Which I think, you know, bef- bef- before we go on and talk about any particular experience, I think it's worth sort of just trying to answer that question, does it happen? Clearly, it's something that you're given to expect, but not, maybe not on the daily. So it's actually something that is part of the provision of the ways that God speaks to you. Mm. But it's not one that you should annex off and and write off and say that's for them that this is for now so if them for me and this is what I wanted to say this like, that's what's exciting because you're there you're then like oh could could you Lord could you speak to me like that could you break open a situation by speaking to me in a way that it's it kind of goes beyond the mere intellectual and actually short-circuits some of the the, the long uh, work that we think we have to do to start a conversation with God so that's exciting to me but I'll, I'll let Christine talk a bit you've got particular instances I, of I haven't actually
2: I'm not somebody who has dreams but, so, I, but, but,
0: I, but we've been in a community of faith oh, here for decades absolutely. where it's very commonplace yeah. in this church that people will work as a body with each yes. other and actually be quite faithful yeah in, Uh, even when it could be embarrassing, just going up to someone else and saying, I think God spoke to me for you. You Yeah, things like that, yes.
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, But I think with anything, um, whether it's a dream that you have or um, maybe you you sense you have a word of prophecy for someone, I I think often this seems to be very uh, immediate, doesn't it? Immediately he has this response and knows what it is. But I think often for us... Um, we need to be much more tentative about those kind of things and, um, and really kind of weigh it and what I mean by that is praying about it you know um, thinking through did I have too much cheese last night is it is it something that's happened risk. as a result of something like that and um, but I think if you, if you do have a dream um, it that is from God it will, it will be. There will be something about it that's vivid enough for you to remember for the first, in the first place, because we don't often re- remember dreams. But I think it's something that will probably stay with you, yeah. And that you'll just keep thinking about. And sometimes the realization that it's God speaking is gradual.
0: It might develop right. as well. Yeah, it's, it's almost like you, you, you might be left with more questions than answers yeah. the first night, and then the next night something yeah. more comes. And I've heard, I've heard of situations like that. I've got yeah. one really out there uh you know story to share with but i'll I'll, I'll wait let's talk talk about a few more common or garden varieties (laughs) ways of hearing from god you mean? yeah
1: i mean you know hearing a i guess a voice and a lot of people that say that they hear a voice often say that they hear it but inside Mm -hmm. but they can still hear so like i guess an audible voice or something like that um i think that thats something personally that I've experienced where I would just pray and then I'll feel like I'm hearing from God and then I'll write it down mm-hmm. um, because I feel like if it's in my head I'm not able to remember stuff um, but then yeah I've heard of people in this church having like prophecies or visions or dreams or um, you know through other people as well mm-hmm. um, so there's I guess there's loads of ways that we can hear from god and i just wanted to explore that with you guys and yeah the different varieties and the way we can hear from god and obviously through his word as well and kind of yeah it's just so exciting and cool but
0: it is it, and, and it should be i think um there's there's various traditions of christianity that resisted the idea of the the spiritual gifts that you read about in the new testament continuing on but i think if you frame all of that under the general question of does god want to speak to us mm. does god want to be heard and if your answer to that is yes, then the modes and the methods of that happening, they're really kind of, you know, that's just an academic question after that. So if he if he already wants to make the initiative to speak mm. to you, then the ways, like you're you're very open to, he, he'd use all the resources, he knows how you're made, he knows mm. your frame, mm-hmm. he's put you together in his image as well. So there's um, a, a certain, it's not even that he's just, stooping to our level it's actually that we he is connecting with us in that fundamental image bearing capacity that Mm. we have yeah we look like him yeah i think
2: people often think well why why would god want to speak to me but when you think about when we become christians we come come into god's family we're coming into relationship and all relationship involves communication not and it's not just i think sometimes people think that that it's one way that they're just praying and somehow those prayers go out there somewhere, but there's not often response, right. but actually God does respond to yeah, us. Yeah, you, you
0: hear about it when people talk about <clears> prayer, who <throat> maybe you don't pray very often, but would like you to pray for them. And they say, send one up for me, yeah. Yeah, which, <laughs> we, heard that which I will do, you know, if someone says to me, I'll oh, send one up. Yeah, of course I will. But it, it t- betrays something of what you think is happening when you pray. For me, I, don't, I, it's, I always have to switch gear to understand what's being said. Cause I don't ever send one up. It's, it's no. I it, like if i was speaking to you, I don't just like send a message and expect nothing, right. no, no, no reciprocation yeah. or anything. Yeah, and you wouldn't in a familial relationship, a loving familial relationship. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's the key point that mm-hmm. it's not just the status of like father son contract, mm-hmm. it's actually that you've been brought in as a son and heir into the household yes. of the living God beloved. You know? yeah. So when you walk in, you're walking in accepted, you're walking in you know, desired and heard. Yeah, and so. it's
2: normal. It's part of your normal Christian life to have conversations with God, like in the morning whenever you pray and throughout the day, rather than thinking like, uh, how does God speak? And when will it be? Is it on this sort of occasion or that sort of occasion? It's much more natural. Yeah. It's part of the outflow of relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that will develop individually um, in different ways. So when we're praying we might get, I don't know, you might be thanking God for something, um, and you might just have um, a real sense of his love or a real sense of his peace. Well, where does that come from? It's God speaking to you and reminding you about those things. Mm. So it's quite difficult to describe how that happens, but sometimes it's like just a sense of something comes to you. Um,
0: yeah, and I think th- there's, there's a danger there, and I think people do roll their eyes because they'll... they'll, they'll, they'll say oh well, you know like, well, everyone has intuitions or emotions that, yeah. but i think what you're pointing out is that there's a corroboration yeah. as well that actually he won't just do it from one angle it's this yeah. build up a bit of a case log of communication yeah. where y- you, you you know uh, you often see through the uh, through two or three witnesses yes. that, you know in in scripture is is relayed so yeah. that you can say and you know other uh, brothers and sisters in the church are there for that kind of yeah. sounding board where you say, I, yeah. I, I think God's saying this, these yes. are the reasons, you know, mm-hmm. and you can, even if it's quite a strange experience, like when Peter gets the vision um, at, to go to Cornelius and he's he's got, got these kind of, um, he's being told, you know, eat this food that you've never been allowed. Yeah. And it's a very you know, strong vision, mm. but very concerning as well Mm. as as troubles him yeah Uh, so you might find as with these as well that there's a a kind of a troubles it Mm. stirs you up yeah but it's not just to play with you so that you go and seek seek out you know other counsel and pray with people work it through as a body
1: and is that like a way in which God will because you mentioned before God wants to spend time with us so when we pray we can feel love and we can feel that relationship but is there another reason why he communicates with us is he trying to convict us of things is he trying to reveal things to us is he trying to make us maybe change things in our life so that was like kind of my next question like how does God reveal these things to us. And why?
0: Well, I mean, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but but how? Why do you communicate with your loved ones? Exactly. Yeah,
2: it's it's you're you're part of a family. It's normal to communicate with each other. And you know, as a parent, that might sometimes be rebuke, but it's not always. Sometimes it's love. Sometimes. <laughs> Clearly, I haven't been to my house, Christine. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a bit beyond like, it now, so um, yeah, I'm no, not. I, no, it's not quite it's the not, same. And it's not.
0: I think so. Yeah. There's general conversation that goes on, but then there's there's really unusual. Uh, yes. Directing that yeah. happens as well, where mm. where you have to just sort of say, "Hey, not this way, that way," yeah. and or oh, I've got something for you over here. Yeah. Mm. And so, but those are again, those are the exceptional. But the conversation is constant. Yeah, and I think that that's the thing to see. And I
2: think um, it's important to say that the primary way that God speaks to us is through His Word. Great. And, you know, it will come through as we're reading a passage of scripture or studying it, that something will just come alive to us in a way that we've not seen before yeah. that can happen. So that's kind of revealing the truth of the passage to us. But equally, it might convict us of sin, for example, when you're reading about something. For and sure. when you feel that, you know, it, you know it, it's, this, it's God's spirit within us, isn't it? Um, that is challenging us. Yeah. But I would say that often people want to find out how to hear from God. And I think um, the supernatural is great and it is part of our Christian lives, but it, it can seem a bit more glamorous than sitting down right. and reading your Bible. <laughs> yeah. um, but I would say that that is the, is the primary way. Yeah. And he's re- actually, often what we want from God is we want something about me. But actually, no, when we go to the word, what we're looking for is what does this tell me about
1: God? And that's speaking to us and feeding us all mm. the time we're doing for sure. that. For sure. And I think like you said, people are interested in the sort of, how are you hearing from him? Yeah. How are you having dreams mm. about him and maybe won't be drawn mm. to the Bible? I know before I was a Christian, well, when i just become a Christian a couple of years ago, I was really daunted by the Bible. Yeah. I was like, how am I gonna read this? There's so much and it's just so packed full of stuff. And it was this daunting task that I was almost pushing to the the side and wasn't really getting into. So I think, but now, um, you know, I've got days where I'll sit and actually study. And also I think it helps when you have the version that works for you or comparing Mm. different versions. Because as somebody, you know, I've got ESV, but then I also read like a more, an easier version, like Mm. the good news edition and kind of compare and contrast. And then I'll go on my phone and look at different versions because it is kind of hard to understand Sometimes and um, but yeah, I found that studying the word and putting time and effort and prayer into it is the best way that I've then had to communicate. And it just flows, like you said earlier, Tim, it then becomes like a natural flow of communication instead of waiting to hear from God, you're kind of just seeking Him in the word that He's left with us, and then from there, the natural prayer kind of yeah. comes about like you get convicted I, yeah, very to pray as you read. Yeah, I, yeah,
2: but I would say, as somebody who does prophesy. That often God will remind me of a scripture, yeah, and that the prophetic word will kind of that be kind of the foundation for the prophetic word, mm. and um, that it will spring from
1: that. Well, wow, well. Wow. And does um, he? When when you get that, is it like you hear or you envision the passage or? Like um, How do you get led to that?
2: I, it's probably like I'll be looking at someone and I may be asking God, you know, do you want to, is there anything you want to say to this person? Yeah. Um, and um, then perhaps a scripture will come to mind. Just that I just right. think about the words of a
1: particular The words will come to your heart. And then
2: maybe I'll get a picture that appears in my mind as well. Or an, um, not so much a, an image that I can see, but uh, what do you call it when it's a... Um, uh I just think of an image like say say it's like a fountain or something like that, or something that kind of um illuminates that scripture for that person right. or okay. you know, something like that.
0: Yeah. No, it's interesting that, that you, you know, you just slipped that in there as well. But you know, what in? I, I, I'm one who prophesies. <laughs> I mean, because it's something that's so part of your your repertoire and your, oh, your yeah. walk with the Lord. Yeah. But for, but for people watching, I'm sure that, that would be, oh, you know, she, she prophesies and that's, that's something different. But for you, it's so connected to the word. Yeah. It? It's actually connected to the same conversation. Yes. Isn't it? And I think yeah. it's important to underline that, it, you know, it's not it's not... Different in a fundamental mm, sense yeah. from the conversation that you're having with the Lord in the Word—that's no. just mm. ongoing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, people can be encouraged that actually, if you love hearing the voice of God when you read Scripture, just be open to the fact that He He speaks in a multitude oh, of ways mm. and wants to yeah, anchored th- and in the conversation.
2: I think the key thing for a lot of people is: is this a prophecy? Is this a word for someone? And um, when you think you've heard something from God, I'm it's, it, it's difficult at the beginning to, to work that out, but I think the best thing is to be, go to the person, be tentative and say, I think God might be saying this. And just put it out. Yeah, because there. there's other
0: ways that you could do it. You could, go you could like, say, Thus, Thus said <laughs> the Lord. Lord. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're a longer beer than this. Just, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I think um,
2: you could wait forever until you felt absolutely sure. Right. Um, okay. I mean, obviously, we need to be responsible and. Generally, when we're prophesying over people, their words are going to build them up in some way. Yeah. They're not usually directive words. No, I like what, you know, I like we're what not you're saying, saying, saying about just you know just, you're going to get married on Tuesday next yeah, week. Yeah, no, right. And um, I think
0: I think just that moderation in in and humility really isn't yeah, it. Yeah, and it's something you're growing. I think God's saying this, and I want to be faithful. Yeah. And you know, you're just exp- that's true. You yeah. just explains to them, You know, I I I, I want to say this because I think that this is what's what's yeah. but please test it you know, so we
1: might not always know what we're getting told and I feel like is that an example of us maybe wrestling back and forth with God like is this something but then just to speak it out anyway but come from yeah, a place I th- of I think,
0: I think you can feel an urgency that the yes. spirit is saying you've got to go and tell that yeah, person right. and, yeah. and you know yeah. how how would you feel if, if you know say this was a non-spiritual situation and someone just kept nudging you and saying go and tell yeah. her go and tell her you know there's like, ah so, it, there's that not it's not a reluctance of disobedience, but it's it involves stepping out. It mm, involves going yeah. out on a limb. As Getting I think out Neville your comfort saying, zone a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so yeah. When Neville's talking about Joseph talking to the to the guys in the prison, even he's saying, you know, he's, he comes over very confident. He does have form, yeah. as we've said. But there's still there's still you're staking yourself yeah. and your or, your authenticity and your reliability in the eyes of these people by saying, yeah, that's th- three means three days. There. Yeah. Because you made the point, it's nowhere in the text does it imply three days or anything like that. Mm. It's had to be an interpretation where it's a word and spirit situation for Joseph. Mm. And then the next step is that word and spirit situation that's happened here and here, actually then Mm. it's communicated. And And that's
1: kind of like growing confidence from your relationship in the Lord, knowing that it's him speaking through you and that kind of maybe grows over time of just having those experiences. Yes. Yeah. Just gonna come I, and there. I'd say
2: if you're at the beginning that maybe share it with somebody that's a bit more mature than you, somebody you know who prophesies, um, or, or one of the elders, or another leader, mm. and just check it out with them, you know, mm. because they'll give you some feedback as well.
0: So I, I know my friend's wife uh, often operates in this, this gift for our church, mm. particularly, and, and has dreams that will... It, develop and she'll actually ponder them for mm. herself, maybe a month or so in yeah. advance, then she as, as you say, she'll take it to people who've va- you know, said, look, I'm, I'm sacrificing my life as a leader for this church, that's, they're recognised leaders, they're, they're those who've been prayed in, they're, um, they're, she'll, she'll entrust it to them because mm. that's part of their role, that mm. they're, they're supposed to be gatekeepers for the community yeah. a, in a real sense, in terms of direction. Um, and she'll hold it lightly, and then maybe it will come to a full church meeting where we're we're having a prayer meeting together, and they'll invite her to come. Oh, come, mm. come and say what God's mm. been speaking to you about. Because so there's I think an it's importance there us. in like yeah, it's church a family as well. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there we go. That's church family. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I, I think I, I think that you've got the the body involved in the conversation right. at that point as well, because the Lord's conversation with you, yes, it's personal, but Yes, it's familial, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so it's back to the household image as well. You know, I, I might be giving an instruction to one of my children, but I want the others to hear as well. Mm. I want them to understand.
1: So, what about if you're like, maybe you think you're hearing from God, or you think God is moving in your life, but you're not necessarily a Christian yet, and you're not in a church yet? Like, what would you give to? Yeah, some pieces of advice. Yeah, like
0: first one, I would say say thank you. Say, say thank you, to like pray in thanks it might not have occurred that you can pray thanks prayers as well as just asking for things but if you feel like God's starting to speak to you if, if someone's initiating a friendship and a conversation with you you'd, you'd be warm to it mm. so the first thing I'd say is I'd say thank you say is there more you want me to do and then practically I'd say uh, come and speak to people in a church that's established and, and say I think God's been speaking to me what mm-hmm. do you think about that? And yeah. um, I know if someone did that at our church, we'd say that's great. Let's, mm-hmm. let's yeah. talk about it. Let's pray about it, and mm-hmm. see where it goes. Because yeah. it's it's not it's not an unusual thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a supernatural thing, but not an unusual mm-hmm. thing. You know, yeah. he, he's he's reaching out to the world. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think as well, what Neville said on Sunday was like align what you're experiencing in a dream, like with the, what it says in the word. Yes. So you know, even though you might not be a Christian yet. The Bible app is free and, you know, you can download it. It's called Version, and maybe just have a look at the word and be like, okay, is this thing that I think is talking to me? Um, see if it aligns with, with the Bible. Yeah, great. Because...
0: Yeah. yeah, great. I, I'm just always trying to uh, help people resist that being a solo project as much yeah. as possible. It's yeah. great to grab the tools as quickly as you can, but, but get to please the don't first. let it stop there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as soon as you can. Yeah, Actually that's really good. Get get into a, a community conversation, and you'll be you'll be amazed because there's people who've been walking that path. Maybe people who you work with or who have just been alongside you and your family and you don't even know they're doing it yeah. and as you ta- as you actually ask the question you're like oh wow this resource has been here for years yeah there's, there's this deep well of a communication from God with people going on that he's inviting me into mm. wonderful it's like a whole vista opening up for you
1: mm. yeah it is so exciting because it's mm. something I've not really I've seen it from the church but yeah I think I need to get better at speaking to people more about how I'm hearing from God and not letting it just be a solo project. Yeah,
0: but I, I think we've got a whole culture of expressive individualism that's orientated against it as well. So I do have to for keep sure, banging the drum for sure. myself and everyone else. Like, you know, it's it's like saying, don't settle for Zoom when in-person is available. It's exactly that principle, but applied to everything. Yeah. Reconnect, reconnect.
1: It is people. hard to do that in this culture because I feel like we are very much... Yeah, Just yeah. on our phones, in our own little bubbles. It's a ho- it's a horrible
0: lie about what humanity is. Yeah. You know, we don't exist in ones. We exist as a community, as mm. families, as uh, societies. Mm. Yeah, so build that, yeah. <laughs> build that way. But, mm. Yeah, that's
1: really great. Another mm. thing that came up on Sunday was this idea of being passive with God, and I found that really interesting. Like, what does it mean to be passive? In and you know, looking at the other side of it, what does it mean to be not passive and you know actively praying and because that's something that i felt convicted yeah. by it's like there's things that i would stopped praying for yeah type thing
2: i think um, this is in the context of joseph being in prison for such a long time and saying remember me i think there are times when like we don't see the answers well certainly the answers that we want um and we can be a bit resigned to that um but i think again this is part of our, our the spirit of our age isn't it is that we want things now at the press of a button and actually time scales with God are different um, Mm. to ours and we know that God is good and he has good plans for us and that his will is good but when you're praying for something and you feel desperately about that and then it doesn't happen it can lead to disappointment yeah And maybe a drop in our sense of faith and those kind of things. And that's where that kind of passivity comes. Because actually what we're losing sight of, we're losing sight of who God is. And we're looking to me and how I feel. And worrying. And and Mm. all that kind of it. But actually it's about holding on to who God is, even in the most difficult situations in which we can see here. So we Mm. see with Joseph... He's still got that uh, impetus to say, oh, "Speak to Vero for me," because he still has hope. And I think what often happens is people lose hope, mm. and yeah. that 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 stops them uh, keep on praying and keeping. Yeah. What what are we saying? Prayer is it's not just about requests; it's about relationship, and it's about maintaining that relationship. Mm-hmm. So. um You know, little children often ask for lots of things. Okay, mummy can have this, can I have this, can you know, all that sort of thing. And often, mummy doesn't answer. Mm. But they don't lose hope that they're not going to get it. No, no, you try and make them sometimes. No, well, yeah. (laughs) But But the 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 relationship (laughs) is so much more than just about asking for things, isn't it?
0: I think think it's, yeah, and it's what you call importunity, you know, a cheeky asking. They, they they haven't developed that sense of, um, you know, shame or self-awareness or whatever it is that you tend to get as you get older. And you, you just, I can't ask that, mm-hmm. you, you know, where that thought comes in your mind. And it's important to see that Scripture invites you to overcome that completely. It says, you know, present all your requests to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I, I think that, you know, not to get spooky on you, but I, th- I think that you, you've got to bear in mind that you do have spiritual enemies as well. I am mm. not just talk about people, but you've got, you've got spiritual enemies who would love to stop you asking big of God. Yeah. They would love, and God's not scared of the big ask. There's, just, there's, no, there's no fear or trepidation with him. Oh no, they're going to ask something big or yeah. terrible. Look, if it's bad for you, if it's going to do you wrong, if it's not going to form you in the way that God's forming you, mm. it's, it's going to be a no. But <laughs> but, but that's his business. It's really not. You're so so. Yeah. Present all of those requests, and I kind of, whenever I feel welling up in me, oh, I can't ask that. I will ask it. Yeah. That's so. Take that's that really as a sign. like, if if you feel something welling up, oh, I can't ask that. Or if it's ask impossible. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's one of the reasons. That yeah. it could, it's impossible. It wouldn't be allowed for me. You know. You know. This whole. Raft and that's us doubting things. God. Yeah. More. It's it's not allowed now at this point in the plan. Right. It, but in point, whose plan? Yeah. yeah do you know what i mean so there's a whole bunch of ways that you can cut the legs out of the conversation that god's inviting you and drawing yes. you to mm-hmm. have with him which might be a much spicier and audacious conversation yeah. than you think you yeah. know you think he wants a nice religious conversation but he's he's saying no i'm gonna i'm growing you and I'm forming you yeah definitely ask for the real things yeah, yeah. and
2: it's just to remember going back to that analogy of children what i meant to say was that it um that that's not their only relationship with their parents. Right, asking, Right. is it? And
0: well, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm going to say it's no. not.
2: They, there are other things that <laughs> there are uh, ha- happen yeah. between parents and children that are, you know play, cuddles, whatever it is. And it's the same with our relationship with God. That it's not just about our asking. No. And if we make it only about asking, then you, we can see why. Mm-hmm. that we might drop off when things don't happen as we want them yeah. to. Yeah, sure. So
0: true. Sure, if you yeah, re- imagine if you just reduced to sort of familial relationship down to that. Yeah, You're exactly. you just like, yeah, okay, I love you, so I, 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 I'll listen to your request, but, you know, where's the conversation? Yeah. Like, where's, yeah. where's the dialogue? Yeah, and, <laughs>
1: and that's encouraging yeah. to, to, to end on because it's like, we we don't just have a goal where we can just soundboard off and say what we want and then move on. No, we it's much more exciting. Yeah, way more exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Someone that wants to know us and someone that we can grow to to know
0: over the years and someone you can't control. Yeah, yeah. That's really important. You know, it's,
2: bigger than us. It's, yeah.
0: you know, it's real. You know, you know, it's a real <laughs> and personal relationship. hmm mm-hmm. It's not it's not a slot machine and it's yeah. not it's not something that you dominate. It's very vital and you know two-way relationship mm-hmm.
1: mm. yeah it's beautiful well thanks guys <laughs> i had so much um, good yeah good conversation today i hope you guys enjoyed live lunch and that's us clocking off join us next week where we'll be eating food and talking about more good stuff of the word of god so yeah have a lovely rest of your tuesday bye <laughs>